0: Well, Hi guys, welcome back. Today I am sharing an interview with Megan Judge. Megan is a survivor of multiple traumatic events starting from a really early age. She was surrounded by death, abuse, and abandonment for decades, and she was ultimately diagnosed with complex PTSD. Through sharing her story and interviewing other survivors on her podcast now, Megan is spreading the word that there is hope. In our conversation today, we touch on some important points like how having experienced trauma is not your fault, it's okay to talk about it, and there's a way out of the darkness. So be sure to stick with us for the whole interview because Megan shares some great tips and inspiration. You're listening to The Inspired Wave, stories of everyday heroines, real life inspiration. I'm your host, transformational coach and connection catalyst, CJ Rivard. Join me weekly to hear real life inspiration and tips for tackling your life's challenges. Each week, you'll hear from a relatable woman who shares about her struggles and the tools she used to work through them. By being women of courageous action, vision, and ongoing evolution, Each of us can create a ripple of positive impact, and together, we'll create a wave of change. Join us. Okay, well, welcome, everyone. I'm so excited today to be talking to Megan Judge. I know you're going to just be really inspired and find hope in her story because she really, really is a real-life heroine and she's gonna be talking a little bit about some of the trauma she's lived through and how she's sharing inspiration with others after she's come out on the other side. So thank you for being here, Megan. This is great.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I'm really-, really excited to talk to you today. Thank you. Yeah
0: this is gonna be great. So
1: tell us just to start out where you live or
0: where where you're dialing in from this afternoon.
1: Okay. So I live in Los Angeles and I live in the, in the beach community. So I live in an area called the South Bay. So Los Angeles, when you say Los Angeles, it's very big. There's, you know, Santa Monica, Malibu, downtown, West Hollywood, Beverly Hills. I'm in the beach community on the way to Orange County. Nice. Yeah. Nice it's to not area. a, not a bad, not a bad life. I walk to the beach every day and it's my happy place, so I can't really complain about that.
0: <laughs> Sounds like a yes, a great way to ground yourself and connect with the I love the water. I live on an island. My, my ah,
1: father, so where do you I, live?
0: I live on the in the northeast on an island just off of Massachusetts, Martha's Vineyard. So oh my gosh,
1: I love Martha's Vineyard. I lived on Nantucket in high school. I was, (laughs) yeah, yeah. I did a summer there with my uncle and aunt and I lived there and it was super fun and I just love it. It's beautiful.
0: It's a small world. There you are on the West coast and you've lived on Nantucket. So for anyone who doesn't know Nantucket and Martha's Vineyard are kind of sister islands in the same area although they're different. Don't, yeah, don't get someone from Nantucket or Martha's Vineyard talking about, the <laughs> <place> matter, but <laughs> it's a, it's a small world. That's very cool. Yes. So you know the area. So anything you'd like to share with us beyond the intro I just shared
1: about where you are right now or anything you like to do? Well, I am a mom of two little girls. So I have an 11 year old and a seven year old. And I, you know, I've been through a lot in my life. And I left my career in sales when COVID started because I was having, and I can go into this, but like severe, severe panic attacks. And I was having suicidal ideations. I was having all kinds of issues. And I decided that I could either do something about it or I could do something to help other people that might be struggling too. And I started my own podcast and I am almost at my year anniversary, which is really exciting. It's called judging Megan. And it's kind of become like my little passion project and very, I love doing it. It makes me really, really happy. So that's, That's where I am today.
0: That's great and inspiring others. Well, so yeah, a good place to be, and I'm sure you're finding a large audience with uh, the kind of things you speak to now. Since
1: yeah, yeah, it's been great. So it's I mean, happened. it's it's you know, you're a podcaster. It, you it's you can't expect overnight results. You have to put a lot of work into it, and it is a lot of work. But if you're really passionate about it, then it's worth it. You know. And fun along the way. We have to be on the journey. It is fun. And you meet great people.
0: That's That's the best
1: part. You get to talk to I've made all kinds of new friends and so many connections. And it's just been great. So good. I'm very happy I decided to take the road to stay. (laughs) That's fabulous.
0: So I know your story really starts when you were very young and you've had a lot of from looking at your website, a lot of experience with trauma and unpleasantness what can you tell us about what got you to where you were a couple of years ago when you when you uh quit
1: your yeah. job yeah so it's kind of a long story but i live in an area that's it's outside of los angeles it's a beach community it's very small and very affluent and very competitive and i was in a group of friends and my one friend that I thought was my closest friend really ended up hurting me. And the friend, like long story short, because I don't really even care anymore and I don't go into it, but this is what kind of set me off. She started doing really unkind things. And then basically the whole friend, there was a giant friend breakup and, you know, people went their separate ways and were bad mouthing me. And I had a really hard time with it. It was very, very, very difficult. and. I started to like have really, really bad panic attacks. And my job was really stressful at the time. It was just kind of like a perfect storm. If I can describe it that way, it was like, I lived this life of like faking it for a really long time. And, you know, like I had a lot of friends. It was very surface friends though. Like you know when i described that group of friends it was like everybody all they cared about was like vacations and talking about superficial things it was never really important things yeah. that really matter and i found myself I yeah i found myself in like a, like kind of even at the end of the day putting my head on my pillow at night and going why am i like that was mean what i said about that person at dinner like in the group because I was agreeing with everyone else or just trying to be relevant. I don't know. So I look back on it now and it's actually a, it's a blessing because it got me to where I am today. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: it sounded like looking at your story, you had a lot kind of built up over the years that you hadn't maybe recognized and dealt with that got you to, the The high level of stress and what happened with the girlfriends and whatnot is that right, or yeah,
1: yeah, so I mean, I can kind of tell you the background briefly, but my when I was a very little girl, I was about or toddler, I was two years old, and my mom found my sister in her crib and she had passed away. She had a very rare liver disease, and I was. Left in my high chair for a lot, like hours, because my mom obviously like lost her mind, you know, like any mother wouldn't be able to deal with something like that. And that was really the beginning of, I changed as a, as a toddler, I was already potty trained. I went backwards. Mm -hmm. Um, I was in diapers again after that. I had really bad dreams. I had to start seeing a therapist because I just was, I cried all the time. I kind of went backwards like your brain is obviously, they say the first few years of your life are the most important for your brain development. Mm -hmm. And it just, it put me into shock really. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I got to my teenage years or I, before my teenage years and my father was diagnosed with leukemia, he passed away at After nine months of treatment, how old were you when you left? I was 12. I was just 13. Yeah. So he was diagnosed when I was 12 and when I died, when I was 13. And then my mom remarried a monster. Like I call, we all call him the original dirty John. If you watch Bravo, there's a show that was called dirty John and he really was. And he was, he just wasn't a good man. And then like the topper was my best friend, passed away very, very tragically after giving birth to her son. They didn't connect the cords when she was getting a um, epidural and the strep virus was injected into her spine. So it was just a great, great deal of trauma and I was not even 30 years old and it was like decade after decade, you know, of going through something. Yeah. So, I mean, to answer your question, I learned to run and push stuff down and I learned tricks to, you know, I was an actress when I was young. So I would really go into like characters and, you know, escape through like singing and acting and all of that stuff. And then it, you get to a certain age and a certain t- period in your life. And when you're a trauma survivor, it, I promise you, it's always going to come back and haunt you. And I've learned that. <laughs> The hard way, I guess.
0: I was going to ask you, if you hadn't gone through that experience right around when COVID hit with your girlfriend and just the situation that went on, something it sounds like probably would
1: have. I think eventually I would have, you know, I mean, what happened to me with the group of friends, I don't wish upon like my worst enemy because it's still difficult. I still have to see them. I don't believe you know, I think they've made up their own narrative in their mind that what they're doing is okay. I know it's not someday they'll probably figure it out, but that's not my job. Yep. Um, my job is to worry about my own health, mental fitness, and my own children and take care of them and, you know, evolve as a human and help other people. So I've kind of like set out to do that. But I think I eventually, like I said, it haunts you. So I would eventually, something would have happened Mm -hmm. and it eventually would have made me have my like breakdown, I think, to be honest.
0: So I remember you saying that you have, you were diagnosed with chronic PTSD Which
1: can you just explain what that is? So complex PTSD. Oh, complex. Okay. So complex PTSD is usually it's a new diagnosis. I think it's if you look it up, I think it's it's come out like within and been approved within the past, I think five years, I would say, or less than that, maybe three years. And I'm in therapy. I work really hard working on myself. I have been going to see my therapist. Her name is Dr. Nadine Macaluso. She's actually recurring on my podcast and she's the real wolf of wall street. If you saw the movie, the wolf of wall street, Mm -hmm. she's the real Margot Robbie. So Margot Robbie portrayed her in the movie and she was married to Jordan Balfour. And then she finally left him thankfully. And now she started her life over and she's a very successful, very smart, good person that helps other people and a great therapist. So I started therapy like maybe almost three years ago and maybe two and a half years ago, three years ago. And I just really made the choice to work on myself and Mm -hmm. start there. So what does having, Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't answer your question. So complex PTSD, I was diagnosed through Dr. Nay. and I also work with another doctor and they had come up with that diagnosis. And that was just after like talking to me and realizing, you know, you're with somebody for a long period of time. That was the diagnosis that she had given me. And what it is, is it's like regular PTSD could be like, you know, a veteran or anybody could have PTSD. Complex PTSD stems from childhood directly. And a lot of times, like I talked about a little bit earlier, complex PTSD can be in line and, and a lot of times ACEs, childhood experiences that they, a lot of times also have complex PTSD. And I'm sorry,
0: you, on my end, you cut out there for a minute. What does ACE stand for?
1: ACE is Adverse Childhood Experiences.
0: So people like it, look could at be,
1: those yeah, it could up. be, it could be anything from, there's a whole list of, if I think there's a checklist that you, your listeners can look up exactly what a, an ACE entails. I also just interviewed an author named Glenn Sheraldi, and he has written a workbook about adverse childhood experiences. It is called the adverse childhood experiences workbook, and it's available on Amazon. But what it is is it's it can be anything from alcohol abuse, like a parent that's an alcoholic to abusive to death to there's a whole list of things and there's a checklist and then you go through and you're like, oh, and a lot of times kids that turn into adult that evolve into adults end up having developing major issues like being an alcoholics or also getting cancer being suicidal. So it's all kind of in line with being an ace. Got it. So how have you learned to
0: deal so well with your past and having a <laughs> complex PTSD other than therapy? Like, what are you, what have you learned to embrace about yourself
1: or to do? Like, like, what do I, oh, so I'll tell you, I don't think that it should be, I don't think anybody should be labeled. It's not my fault that I went through those things. It's not my fault. When people say somebody has a mental illness, it drives me crazy because to me, I'm like, I don't have a mental illness. I'm not crazy. I'm just like learning to evolve as a human being. Like if you had a broken arm, you would go to the doctor and take care of it. A lot of times people that have mental trauma are too afraid to talk about it or they don't do anything about it. And then it evolves into a worse situation where they become a drug addict and alcoholic and sometimes homeless. We see a lot of that. We see a ton of like heroin issues with like major drugs. So I think I decided just to be real and say, this is what happened to me. And I think the more people that we normalize this, the better off our society will be because right now, it, I don't know if you agree, it's not going in the best direction. So I figured I'd just be real and talk about it. Not really care. I mean, I'm, it's kind of freeing when you just don't really care what anybody thinks of you anymore, you mm-hmm. know? So that's a great point to get to. So
0: besides helping others, you feel like talking about it has helped you and where you're at, being able to talk about it and
1: share. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of a selfish thing to talk about, you know, you're like, oh, I'm going to talk about myself. I obviously am. I was an actress for a lot of my life and I still, you know, I like to perform and I'm consider myself pretty funny. So if I can just talk about it, it selfishly helps me heal. And I'm always looking for new ways to try and heal, whether it be talk therapy, exercise, diet. My problem is I sometimes lean a little bit too much on wine, which I'm really trying to work on because that's just really putting a bandaid on it and it's an escape. So like the way that I see it is I'm just really a work in progress. Like I'm doing the best I can and I'm just, you know, I'm kind of just healing and I'm only at the, I would say I'm like at the beginning, middle of my journey, way, way better than I was a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. Thank goodness.
0: Well, can I just say kudos to you for opening up before you're at the point where you can say. I got this mm-hmm. because we're all works in progress. And yep. if anybody, you know, wants to talk about something, but they're holding back until they have it perfect or, mm-hmm. you know, all fixed, they'll, they'll be holding off forever because we're constantly works in progress. So kudos, because I think that that's brilliant. And it's okay to be a work in progress and to share your tips and tools, because you got some up your sleeve now that might help somebody. Try. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and just like what you said, like we are works in progress. And honestly, like I'm very spiritual and I believe that everything happens for a reason. I talk about it all the time on my own podcast. And I think we are here. It's, the way that I see it, it's like a series of tests, you know, and like you have to keep passing the tests and working on yourself. And I kind of consider myself very lucky in a strange way that I've been given these hard tests and I continue to like work through them and just do it and do the work. Not everybody is, has been given that gift, you know, because it's a, it's not a fun gift to get, but it's one that I'm grateful that I got now that I look back on it.
0: Yeah, it opened up things for you. Perceptions yeah. Perceptions and... Yes, 100%. Your ways of being are probably mm-hmm. different now than a couple of years ago. Yes, yes. That's it's awesome. true. So do you have, I don't know, any one or two habits that really help keep you grounded that you would share with anyone that's trying to deal with trauma or
1: Yes. My habits that I would share are, and these are ones that, you know, everybody should know are exercise. If I don't exercise, I start to get really down and I get down on myself and I get all in my head. So to me, like whether it be on a really long walk or run or doing my Peloton that's sitting behind me that I haven't used in two weeks. (laughs) That's my number one is like working out at least six days a week. And then my second thing is, I mean, talking to friends. I'm still very fortunate because I do have lifelong friends and I have kind of evolved as a person and I know the red flags to look for and I choose wisely with friendships now. So I have, I'm very lucky because I do have a lot of really good, decent Kind friends, so I love being with my friends and talking to my friends, and mm-hmm. I love being with my family. That's like oh, my yeah. number one. Yeah, seeing that- my seeing my kids just not always. Like I have to go pick them up from carpool, and I'm sure they'll ask me for ice cream and drive me insane an hour into being home. But I love yep. I love being a mom.
0: Yeah, it's their job to drive you insane, but yes. <laughs>
1: And they do a really good job.
0: Yeah. That's such a blessing. That's great. So, definitely, we will share how people can check out your podcast in the show notes. It's called Judging Megan, right?
1: Correct. Yes, it's called Judging Megan. And even though I talk about really serious topics, whether it be suicide, any kind of trauma, I've interviewed everyone from like a celebrity chef that lost his partner to AIDS to Elisa Donovan, the actress from Clueless, who just had a book come out about the death of her father and, you know, getting her life back, just all different kinds of subjects and, you know, human rights, gay rights. That's my main focus. And I try to also put a little bit of humor in there. So it's not just, you know, yeah, Debbie Downer for an hour-long podcast. I I try to bring some some light and some stories about being a mom and all the stuff that goes with it.
0: Lots to smile about there. Yes. (laughs) Great. Well, this has been, I think, really helpful to a lot of people. And I hope I know something that I'm taking away that I would like people to take home with them is. You're never going to be perfect and have it all right. It's okay to talk about it. And it's definitely okay to ask for help and seek help and get help. It's okay. There's actually, and I should have looked it up before we got on the call, but I know that maybe I'll Google it and put it in the show notes, but there's just a huge percentage of our population in the U.S. and the world that that struggle. And a lot of times it's silently because they we've got this people magazine perception of how people mm-hmm. are supposed to be. So I hope everyone hears this message loud and clear. You know, there's the real person behind the persona and none of us are that image that we see in the magazines or some of the movies or, or whatever. We're just not we're yes. real. And that means yeah. we have stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah. Real we're human. Stuff. We're all human. Yes. So yes.
0: is there a top takeaway that we haven't covered that you would really like people to get from this?
1: I mean, I think like what I touched on, just like talking to someone, I hate to bring an ad into this, but if you can't afford therapy, you can go to my website. And I partnered with a company and you can get a 20% off discount. My website is uh, judgingmegan.com. And it's, you know, top. I would say if you're struggling, you're not alone. There's always someone there. And I honest, when I say this, if you follow me on my Instagram, if you're a listener, it's at judgingmegan. And I answer all of my messages and if I can't help you and point you in the right direction, I'll find somebody in a resource for you. And that's really super important to me.
0: That's an incredible offer. Thank you for that. Of course. And that's it. You just have to ask or seek. Yes. And ask and get help and talk about it. There we go. Great. Well, thank you so much for getting on the call. And we were a little scrambled, get our things right. (laughs)
1: And it's been
0: awesome. Thank you for thank you
1: so much for having me. It's been lovely meeting you. And I just think you're seem you seem like a wonderful lady. So thank you for what you're putting out into the universe. it's
0: been a pleasure sharing your story. And I want to thank everybody for tuning in. And If you found value, please share it with your friends and family because they may not be talking about it yet and need to hear this. So thanks again. Make it a great day. If you're like most women, you have a big dream on your heart and really want to make a positive impact in the lives of others. But self doubt, fear, or other limiting beliefs often get in your way. What many women don't realize is that the one thing that can catapult them forward is deepening their self love and self esteem. So I have a free ebook for you that's really going to help you in this area. It's called 30 days to deepen self love and you can download it at the link in our show notes. Enjoy.